Retirement. That's a fuzzy place somewhere in the future for many people. Do we have to retire? How do we prepare for it? Will we really be free? And what does that mean exactly? I'm going to answer these questions and more as I travel the road. I'll cover different topics related to having the life you want. I don't pretend to have all the answers, so sometimes I'll have a guest who knows more than I do about a particular subject. I'm Jackie Doucette, and this is Beyond Retirement. Just sit back, relax, and let me lead you on a journey to freedom. Hi, welcome to episode 29 in season one of Beyond Retirement. A few weeks ago, I talked about what you should be taking with you when you travel. Today, I'm going to delve a little deeper into the idea of traveling and talk about what I've been thinking about in looking for a destination. Now, what you look for depends on a number of things. First of all, you need to know how long you're planning to stay wherever you go. Is it just for a week or two? Or is it for a couple of months? Or are you planning to actually move there and live there for the foreseeable future? The answer to that question plays a big role in what you're looking for. For the sake of discussion, let's start with the idea that you're going to pack it all up and start fresh somewhere new. That's what I'm considering, so it makes the conversation a little easier for me. The first thing you need to decide is whether you're going to rent or buy. You probably don't know yet whether you're really going to like living away from your native country full-time. If you're fairly confident that you aren't going to change your mind and want to come back to your home country in a few months, then it's probably safe to consider a long-term rental or even the purchase of a house. But you might want to consider Airbnb or a monthly or weekly rental for the first little while. Or maybe uh, doing that would make it too easy to throw in the towel and go back home if things aren't great right out of the gate. That's something to think about too, I guess. There are a lot of places around the world where it's very inexpensive to purchase a house compared to North American prices. And it could well be a marvelous house with all the extras you could ever imagine and on the ocean or in the mountains with a great view. The sky's the limit here, really. But you need to decide whether you want to own property in a foreign country, potentially having to sell it again at some point, because maybe you could just find an equally attractive property that you can rent for the amount of time you want to spend wherever you land. That's a decision you'll have to make on your own. Personally, I don't intend to purchase property. I'll rent and let someone else look after the maintenance headaches, so I'm free to pack it up when I choose to. For me, the first consideration in a location is weather. I really want to live somewhere that's warm all the time. I absolutely love how pretty my part of Canada looks in the winter under a fresh blanket of snow on a clear sunny day, but I won't be disappointed if I don't have to experience the temperatures that often go with that pretty blanket of snow and clear sunny days. I'll be quite happy to see photos of it from friends and relatives back home while I'm enjoying the sunshine and the heat of eternal summer. And maybe once in a while, I'll go back and visit to get a reminder of what winter is like. But not likely. I'm also not a big fan of rain and massive humidity either. So I'm starting to limit my potential locations. I found one place that I really enjoyed. And I'm planning to spend a couple of years traveling around to figure out where else might fit my personal criteria. And traveling research is something that I highly recommend for you if you're looking to make a permanent change. If you're going to be a snowbird and return to your current home for the more pleasant summer months, then there's not as much research needed to find a location. You'll only be there for a few months at most, and the regular snowbird locations are fairly reliable. Florida, South Carolina, Texas, maybe the odd European destination for some people. But if you're looking for a permanent location, 
you need to do some research. Spend at least a few weeks in the location you're considering in a variety of seasons. You need to experience your potential new home in the best and worst conditions. So ask the people who live there what season they hate and what season they love, and check the place out for yourself in both of those seasons. If you're a victim of seasonal affective disorder, you might not do well in a place that has months of rain through the daytime. Just a suggestion. So let's start with the basics. I figure the first thing to consider is the requirements for visas and residency in another country. You'll have to make sure that you know exactly what's required for you to stay in a particular country for more than the regular three months tourist visa. Something to consider is whether you're going to try to find work. Most countries don't like foreigners coming in and taking jobs from locals. But if you're bringing money into the country, that's another story. Almost all countries have a minimum monthly income threshold that you have to prove you can surpass before you'll get a residence visa that'll allow you to stay longer than the tourist normally does. And generally, it's implied that you're entering and living the country as a retiree or a pensioner, and you won't be working. Many people aren't interested in learning or using a language other than their native tongue in everyday life. If this is true for you, you'll significantly narrow down the options for your new home. If you're game to learn another language, or to get along with a lot of charades and pantomime to get your meaning across, then the world's still wide open. And of course, English is becoming much more widely spoken thanks to the huge increase in nomads worldwide. But I've read many stories from expats who couldn't adjust to what many would consider an ideal location because of the language barrier. Most people will say they want the usual comforts of home, hot and cold running water that's clean, reasonable services to go with it, such as electricity, sewer, sanitation. But it's worth mentioning because depending on where you go, the quality or the level of these services will differ greatly. If you're more adventurous, maybe you won't be so concerned about indoor plumbing and such things. However, if you're planning to operate any digital businesses from your new location, you'll want to ensure that the infrastructure is sound. Internet service, electricity in general, are vital to some people. Personally, that's a big thing. I can't imagine being without internet service for more than a day or two. On vacation, perhaps it's not a big deal, but for day-to-day -day life and activities, it's become a necessity. The next thing to think about is healthcare. As long as you're healthy, it's not a concern. But nobody is 100% healthy 100% of the time. So it's important to take into account what's available in case you need it. Do you or any family member who might be going with you need regular medical follow-up? Or do you take medication that you'll be on for long term? I know I'm going to be looking closely at the healthcare services that are available. I'm going to want services comparable to what I can get in Canada. Many countries actually have service levels that are as high as or higher than what's currently available in North America, and most of them cost substantially less than services at home. Once you sort out healthcare issues, the cost of living is another important consideration. You don't want to go somewhere and get settled only to discover that you can't afford to live there. Cost of living varies greatly around the world. If you'll remember, one of my guests actually commented that they base their traveling on the cost of living. If they spend a few months in a place with a higher cost of living, they follow it up with a few months back in a place where the costs are lower to build their bank account back up. If you're planning a traveling lifestyle, this is definitely a great way to do it. However, if you're planning to stay put somewhere and call it home, you'd better examine the economy a bit before making a choice. Another item to consider is the lifestyle you're hoping to have. Do you like to go out in the evenings to nightclubs and to see various forms of entertainment? 
Do you enjoy shopping and being social? Maybe you're not going to select a location that's rural. Conversely, if you're looking to get back to nature and enjoy just relaxing with the sound of the wind in the trees or the crash of the ocean, you're not going to set up home in the heart of a bustling city, are you? At least I'd hope not. You'd be setting up for disaster. Any country you're looking at is going to have both urban and rural opportunities, of course. But what those opportunities are will vary greatly between countries. And how you weigh them in importance will help you decide which region you select. Maybe you want the best of both. Then you'll look for something different again. Do you want to be in a community that caters to expats or one that's full of local residents? There are pros and cons to both those situations. Living in an expat community means you'll be able to find others who not only speak your language, but are familiar with all the things you're used to. They might even be able to help you find them or loan you something that you're missing. However, an expat community tends to get a bit segregated from the native population for the same reasons. Depending on where you are, maybe that's important. Some expats will tell you that they feel safer in their own community where they know the people and are comfortable with everything. It's like they never left home. You have to decide if that's what you want. Are you looking for something new or just a different place that's the same as your old place? So there are a lot of things to think about when you're considering moving to another country for good. What if you're thinking of traveling around rather than settling somewhere? These considerations are still important, but not nearly as much, since you can always move on if you're not happy where you are. I've got to leave a few things to talk about in another episode, so I guess I'll end there for this week. Be sure to tune in next week when I'm joined again by Kevin Koskella, who's definitely traveling around rather than sitting still. He's going to talk a little bit about how he got started with his nomadic life. And that's our show for this week. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Beyond Retirement. I'm your host, Jackie Doucette. If you liked what you heard, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts, review the show, and leave me a rating. It helps me move up in the ranks and reach more people. If you've got any questions or comments, drop by my website, www.beyondretirement.ca, and leave me a short message. Thanks again for listening, and we'll chat again next week.